after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we're offering up hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're going to be talking about commercials today. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I see you bought the industrial-sized bottle of lighter fluid. Smart. My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hey, Andrew. So last week, we brought you a song of ice. Just yes. commercials based on things freezing. Yes, and this week, our slogan has never been more apt. That's right. Hot takes on commercial breaks. I hadn't even made that connection. That's we're right. Today, we're talking about fire today. That's right. All these commercials revolve around fire or flames in some way. I'm so excited. I'm I haven't really looked that. at a lot of these. I put in a couple. Now, I will warn you, there is one in here that doesn't actually have flames in it. Uh-oh. I'm saving it all the way to the end. I was looking for commercials that I... So if you're I, a purist, we'll, yeah, give you, we'll give you we'll a give trigger you, warning exactly. and you can turn it off. I was looking for commercials that all had flames and I thought this one product would have flames in it. It didn't in this particular commercial, but it's one of my favorite well, how, commercials I've seen in a really long time. It's so, so weird because you would think you. like to sell a fire truck, you would need some flames. I know, but, yet, but nope. Nope. All right. Uh, without further ado, let's get into this. First of all, I love it. Quick question, though. Am I panicked about the fire or am I being brave for everyone else? It, it's, it's a fire sale. Oh my god uh, a classic will that ever not make me lose my shit it's so good that's from arrested development if that's new to you check it out it's a show started out on fox ended on netflix i think you'll enjoy it all right uh getting into our first uh flame related commercial today i would like to start with something called the dq flamethrower sandwich we are going pretty far back here this looks like I it's from the 90s this. do you because yes. i do not remember this and i I stumbled on it today, and it delighted me. Yes, I do. I I don't remember the specifics, but the that guy sitting there in his like business short sleeve business shirt mm-hmm. uh, immediately takes me back. This feels like '90s or maybe early 2000s to me. And you have three people, two men and a woman, and they are sitting around a table. I think at Dairy Queen, maybe in a lunchroom somewhere. It doesn't really matter. But they're eating uh, Dairy Queen flamethrower burgers. And they're talking about how good the burgers are. But they're doing that thing where they're talking by only inhaling. Try doing that right now. Try saying a couple of words, but try inhaling while you say it. Welcome to after. Like that? Exactly. That's terrifying. It's very terrifying. But that's how they're all talking. And then one of them says, why are we talking like this? Mm, I can't wait for that one. It's amazing. Yeah. But why do we have to inhale when we talk? Trust me. If you exhale... Flames will shoot out of your mouth. What? 
He said, (laughs) (laughs) So he forgets himself. He starts talking normally and Flame, out of control, starts shooting out of his mouth, which makes the other guy surprised. So Flame starts shooting out of his mouth. Next thing you know, everybody at this table, everything is just pure chaos. And I can't explain to you what makes it so damn funny? I mean, this could have been presented in a way that's not funny, but they really seem like they're freaking out. And the fire looks relatively real. Yeah. The heat is on. The new DK. And it probably helps that I did, you know, watch a lot of Game of Thrones recently. Right. And somehow, like, I actually think this commercial is better than, like, the first two episodes of this season of Game of Thrones as far as entertainment value well let's let's not uh, litigate whether or not this season was good or which episodes were good i feel like that's what the, like i can't open up the internet without having someone I'll, I'll open up the same publication and there'll be three articles one of which is headlined game of thrones finale was excellent and then one will be like the game of thrones finale really reveals how benioff and whatever his name is like gave up on the series and then another one will be like the Game of Thrones finale is reflection of our discontent and demoralization as a democracy. I'm like, this is just uh, too much. But the good news is we're going to be publishing this on the 27th, which is Memorial Day. Nobody's even going to remember. Yeah, remember remember uh, two weeks ago when you cared about Game of Thrones finale? Right. Yeah. Everybody's already on to whatever the next thing is. Maybe Pepsi will release another insulting commercial between now and then. Oh, no. What if there is commercial news when I'm out in the outback? I don't know. I should mention we're recording this two weeks early uh, because I'm out of town. But I guess... Breaking commercial news. Call the satellite phone if if, if Pepsi does anything stupid. Um, Okay. So as I guessed, a lot of these flame-related commercials uh, revolve around food and beverages, yes. right? As Things did that are spicy. Ice. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, good point. This next one, though, I was surprised to see. It's another one where people are breathing fire, or at least one guy is breathing fire. But it's not a spicy sandwich or anything he's eating. It's actually for Bud Light. Yeah, you'd think beer. I mean, we looked at. We talked about cores, and yeah. their whole thing was ice. Right. This is just kind of a, a spoof, you would say. Um, uh, it begins with a man and a woman at a, they're like on a romantic date, I, I would assume in her house. And I think you'll hear the, um, voiceover guy say, you know, Bud Light, it's really great. And by the way, it has a new feature. It lets you breathe fire out of your mouth. And then the guy very gently blows on two candlesticks and they light up very romantically on the candelabra. But as you would guess, especially coming on the heels of that Dairy Queen commercial, if you have the ability to breathe fire, probably something is going to go wrong. Bud Light is brewed to give you everything you want in a beer. Never-ending refreshment, superior drinkability, and now the ability to breathe fire. Allow me. Lights the candles. And now it looks like he's going to sneeze. Wow. Do you have a cat? <laughs> so he sneezes. A uh, huge plume of fire comes out of his mouth, burns the, um, comes out of his mouth and nose, I guess, burns the tablecloth, almost burns the hell out of the cat, and now things are just going to go from bad to worse. The ability to breathe fire no longer available in Bud Light. The endless refreshment, however, remains. Bud Light keeps it coming. I'm really sorry. 
at the very end, her entire living room and dining room is on fire. Her hair is on fire. She's holding the cat protectively. That would be such a terrible superpower. Yeah. You know, I mean, that would just be, well, if it, if that on, was your X-Men yeah. power. And there is an X-Man who can like manipulate fire. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. He's a kid, right? He's a kid. Um, but if it was just something you couldn't control where like fire just came out of your mouth when you breathed, you would pretty quickly, I think, be murdered by the government, I well, guess. Well, I think you right? need to be able to control it. Right. And I think it like Drogon and the dragons in Game of Thrones. They breathe. They can breathe without breathing fire. Exactly. Right. So um, I don't know what the science is behind any of this. Um, that little clip. I we, heard the jury's still out on science. <laughs> that little clip we played. Again, that's from a show called Arrested Development. I just really think you guys will like it if you give it a shot. I think they have uh, shows on Netflix still. Um, that little clip we heard at the top of the show is, you probably recognize the voice. It's our buddy Mayhem. A.K.A. Mayhem. Um, A.K.A. As I like, Dean Winters. As I like to call him Dean Winters. And, uh, of course, he's always uh, personifying Mayhem. Maybe we should call right? the show Winters is Coming. Oh, that would be good. If it was the ice show. Um, so he's always personifying some sort of a disaster that's about to, you know, befall you, right? And in this one, he is inside of an SUV that is clearly parked outside of a big football stadium. And then we we see inside the SUV. Have you seen this one before? Uh, I don't remember this one. Uh, we'll see a, a shot of him crouching inside the back of the SUV, and he will explain what he represents. I'm your tailgate grill. Your buddy was in such a rush to get into the game, he didn't quite put me out. Now we start to see that flames are rising out of the car. We see an outside shot of it. Now inside, we see that the entire SUV is on fire on the inside. I see you bought the industrial-sized bottle of lighter fluid. Smart. <laughs> and if you got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get an Allstate agent and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Mayhem. Is that Pretty good explosion yeah. and everything for a uh, commercial. No? Yeah, they did a good job with it. I mean, those Mayhem ads are so fantastic. He, I hope they never lo lose that part of their campaign because I think they do some other parts of the other campaigns. You know, he's not their only um, spokes character, but I just love him and I think he's so good and it's such a great idea. And I think it's really effective. Um, I think it's even even more effective version of what they they do with the farmers, all you know, uh, hall of hall of claims. Oh right, where they try to like paint a picture for you of yeah. something that you could need insurance for. It is interesting that they're both very conceptual, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've come a long way on the hall of uh, what is it, hall of claims is that right. what it's called? Um, I've come a long way on that. I, I thought they were really stupid when they were first airing, even for the first couple of years. And then I felt like they would mangle them into radio ads. But the more I watch them and the longer it's gone on, you really do start to feel like they have created a sort of imaginary but three-dimensional space. And yeah. I, I kind of like that. Like, almost I like agree. a memory palace of claims. A memory palace of claims. That is what it kind of seems like. And I think J.K. Simmons is such a talent and he's great. Uh, I like it, um, but if I had to, you know, if, if two enter, one leaves, I mean, Dean Winters as Mayhem sure. is always going to win for me. He's like a spokes concept. A <laughs> spokes concept. Is there any chance that there are uh, other, are there other spokes concepts? That we could make fight? Like not spokes critters. Right. 
and not spokespeople, but spokes concepts. That's a niche. It's hard thing. to it's hard to come up with some on the fly, but we'll think about it. Yeah, that could be a show. Here was one that really surprised me, and I gotta say, maybe I'm just a sensitive snowflake, but this one seemed really harsh to me. This is for the Let Go app. If you'll recall, the Let Go oh, yeah. app is the one that they have a lot of funny commercials that I like where people, they don't want to let go of some possession that the other per- person in the commercial knows they need to let go of. Yeah, like and they're the, often in some very precarious position right. where like an, uh, an avalanche is bearing down on them or they're carrying something heavy while they're skydiving and they have to let it go. That's what I was going to say. There's one where the sky, there's two skydivers and the one guy is holding a bowling ball and I think the other guy says, you never even bowl anymore. And he's like, I know, but I don't want to let it go. And he's like, here, I'll help you with that. He, he, you know, calls up the let go app, posts a picture of the bowling ball. And within seconds, another skydiver is there and, and takes the bowling ball away. Uh, and there's a whole series like that. Well, this one, you see a man and a woman sitting kind of at, on the foot of their bed, looking kind of straight at the camera. They're clearly looking at something that's kind of past the camera. Um, but we don't see what it is yet. And she especially is just like staring into the middle distance. Meanwhile, he gets up and starts moving things out of the room because the entire room is on fire. Like it is engulfed in flames yeah. in a very looks realistic like, looking way. Yeah, I mean, this looks like, and I'm looking at the still shot from it, um, and it looks like the kind of ad that we used to see in the 80s a lot where it would be like, if you don't get the right home yeah. insurance or the right fire suppression system, like, Everything you love will die in a fiery, you know, holocaust. Right. I watched some of those today, but they didn't, you know, they're yeah, not really so worth serious. playing. Uh, but this one is essentially done for humor. But I got to say, seeing the inside yeah. of this couple's bedroom when everything is on fire in a very realistic way, I, I've never lived through a house fire before, but I know it is one of the most traumatic things you can live through. Um, and I don't know. This one's triggering. Me, yeah, this feels a little triggering for me. I, I was actually, as I watched this today, I thought, man, if I survived a house fire, uh, I think this would really trigger me. But anyway. Um, Sometimes it's too real for laughs. That's how I feel. Sometimes I'm too real for laughs. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say next time you don't laugh at one of my jokes. <laughs> Let's grab the cat and get out of here. You've never even warned them. Exactly. So I'm going to explain. You just heard the guy say, you've never even warned them. And we still don't know what he's talking about. And now finally we see a shot of what she's staring at. And while everything is on fire in her closet, there is one pair of kind of cool, funky, red, high-heeled shoes. Look like you were going to say something. Do you have a better word for what kind of shoes well, those are? They're big, uh, like, platform Almost platform yeah. They're, they are definitely platform. And again, he said, you never even worn them. Exactly. Tell you what, let's sell them on Let Go. You just have to take a picture and post it. Now, immediately, as soon as he posts the picture of the shoes to let go, a fireman bursts into the room, but the fireman is already carrying someone. He's carrying a young woman in a white dress, and she is there to buy the shoes. It's time to snap, post, chat, sell. It's time to let go. The funny thing is, at the end, the woman still looks miserable. Yeah, she looks pretty sad. She smiles a little bit, but she looks pretty bummed out that she had to sell these, like, very glamorous, very kind of theatrical shoes uh, to somebody. 
And I mean, I think we can all, I can relate to that feeling of like, oh, I, you know, I have these things, like I'm never going to wear them, but like, I, I always thought I'd have the perfect place to wear them. I think, I know that we, I know that the people in these commercials are always in some sort of circumstance, some fantastical circumstance. Sometimes like they're riding on a motorcycle or they're skydiving or, and there are some where they're sort of disaster driven, like an avalanche is coming and that's forcing them to have to make this decision. Mm-hmm. But a, like the house is burning up around them and only the fact that they are very relaxed about it saves it from being like really truly horrifying like if the husband was like freaking out about the fire I think this commercial would be too scary yes and now I want to carefully dealt by the way I was wrong the skydiving version of this he doesn't have a bowling ball he has a sewing machine or um, one of the characters has a sewing machine the bowling ball one they're they're climbing the face of a mountain but i'm gonna try to delve in some sketchy territory for me on this shoe commercial we just saw aside from the kind of i feel like just trauma that this woman is living through with the fire and the house burning down is there also something being signaled here she is a woman who's you know she she comes off as kind of middle-aged yeah and a little frumpy and a bigger person. And then this woman who comes in and takes the shoes is a beautiful, young, wafy woman in a beautiful white dress right. in the arms of a fireman. Yeah, she's much more comes, glamorous. Yes, who then comes and takes these shoes. And you're supposed to think, well, these shoes were more for a beautiful right. woman like her anyway. This, this old lady's never going to wear these crazy yeah. shoes. It, it, so you got my back on that? I don't know. I did. I had I the same know. thought. There's just something about it. It that seemed a little I, mean. It does. This commercial feels mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel it, I feel like they are trying to send a message like, you know, you're too old for that disco mirrored jumpsuit or whatever. Right. You know? And the shoes weren't like totally over the top. They were just a little over the top. They and were pretty over the top. I, they I mean, they were like the red velvet platforms with like um, animal print heels. But they didn't have like like fish in the fish bowls. So unless there's fish actually living in the shoe then i don't think it's over the top really that's that's your, my that's, line that's the line for an over-the-top shoe that's for me okay well i thought they were pretty pretty wild anyway yeah that kind of depresses me a little bit uh, other than that though i love that ad campaign uh okay this next one is weird did you put this in here and i watched it or did i put this in here i think you put it in although i also have a dragon commercial this is so weird. This is for something called American Home Shield. You know, it's another insurance commercial. Um, and it is. it starts off very normal seeming. You see a woman. She's in her insurance agent's office. The insurance agent is very smiley and looks like she wants to be helpful, but she's being anything but helpful. Uh, this woman uh, who's there on business, it's, she has a problem with her air conditioner at home, and she's looking for some help with that, but she's not getting any coverage. My central air stopped working, so I need to make a claim. Oh, your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover air conditioners. What does it cover? I just want to point out again, like so far, everything is super normal and how you're picturing it here. Kind of like, you know, it's like a any kind of a generic office that you would see in a commercial. Home damage from things like lightning, meteors, a fire-breathing dragon. A dragon? Yeah, even a fire-breathing one. But not my air conditioner? Mm-mm. But her air Okay, now I'd like to stop it here. So that just sort of seems like a, so far what you'd expect. It ends with a little joke. Both of these women are kind of appealing in, in their way. They're kind of funny. The woman, she wiggles her fingers when she yeah, says, even she, a fire-breathing one. she's supposed to be like, this is the bureaucracy you encounter where like, 
you know, uh, an insurer is completely unhelpful in any practical way. Right. But, you know, it's like a, it's not like a low budget crappy commercial, but this is a commercial that can be done on a reasonable budget for this insurance company. I'm right. going somewhere with this, if you'll allow it. Then we're at about the 22nd mark. We've now come to a slate where it says American Home Shield, home warranty, called now. It's got the phone number, the website. And you think they're going to use the last 10 seconds of this just to wrap things up. Well, no, because it's not a 30 second commercial. It's a 60-second commercial, and we're going to go back to the office here, and the woman, the client, is again going to say, wait, a dragon? And then we're going to see a CGI dragon, land, not unlike Drogon or any of the dragons in Game of Thrones. By the way, this commercial came out in uh, 2017, so just a couple of years ago. Game of Thrones is definitely a going concern at this point. And... I just, I'm just blown away that this like normcore commercial decided to dip into actual dragon CGI shit. Would have been covered with a home warranty from American Home Shield, plus major components of 20 other home systems and appliances, from her electrical system to her water heater and more. Homeowners insurance can cover what might happen. A fire-breathing dragon. Okay, so outside the window, a huge, terrifying, like, yeah. not a cartoon fun dragon, a huge, terrifying Game of Thrones-esque yeah, dragon. Yeah, I mean, it's the dragon itself is pretty realistic. It's clearly not really outside the window. Yeah, I mean, you know. There's a, it's not the greatest effect, but it's surprising. It's definitely surprising. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it's, and it, it really moves like a Game of Thrones dragon. This insurance can cover what might happen. A fire-breathing dragon. And then we but see the dragon. From, suddenly, we're outside the office, and we they're just like, "Well, we paid for this shit." We see a straight-on street shot of this dragon, yeah. face on. They're like, we got to show you the whole thing. Just burning. It up moves the with the dragon moves with about the same believability uh, of like a, the gremlins from the Gremlin movie, which was that was yeah. like thirty years ago. It, again, I don't want to make it sound like this has the special effects yeah. of Game HBO of Thrones. HBO didn't make this. No, but it for is, this weird commercial. It takes a turn, doesn't it? Yeah, I totally Like, agree. I watched, I thought the joke was, I, like, I almost stopped this. I saw that it said Fire Breathing Dragon in the title, so I gave it a shot. Then I was like, oh, nope, it's just a joke about dragons. Then I let it play another second, and I, I was suddenly scared of this dragon. Anyway, I, uh, I, I don't know if we're grading these things, but I, I'm giving that an A. All right. I honestly think that would have been kind of funnier. The dragon is surprising, but I think you could have written some funnier things for that for the for the concluding punchline yeah right you know they like have the of, insurance agent come up with some other crazy things yeah. that would that they would cover that would be yeah. totally unuseful to a homeowner. i completely agree you know what i'm knocking it down to a b all right um this next one is from uh jack in the box it looks like this is from uh 2015 um for their blazing chicken sandwich and we see a young man with a mustache, no beard, and he's eating the sandwich outside of a fire department for some reason. And Jack, a.k.a. Jack of the box, uh, is talking to the screen, and um, he's warning that if you're going to eat this sandwich, you need to take safety precautions. For some reason, that doesn't really play into the joke of the commercial. He's interrupted by a honk from the fire truck that's inside the garage. You're going to hear that. I felt the need to explain it. It doesn't really go anywhere. At least that part doesn't. 
I like fun as much as anyone, but we need to talk about、oh, what was that? about mustache safety. My blazing chicken sandwich has ghost pepper ranch sauce. You crave it, but you need to respect it. Now, if you hear that sound after the kid takes a bite of the sandwich, suddenly his mustache catches fire. So remember, keep it neat before you eat the heat. At the very end, you heard a firefighter come up to him with a fire extinguisher and just blasts his face with it. Yep, these are making me hungry for a spicy chicken sandwich. Do you want me to move on? <laughs> sure. This next one、uh, is from you. This one's kind of bonkers. I watched it through once. Yes, Where did you find it's this? Very magical.、Uh, the internet. Oh, yeah. That's I found, where I found a bunch、I、of mine. Found it on the internet.、Mm. Um, this is for a,、uh, a shampoo called Thermosilk, which I think they still sell, but this is clearly from a while ago. This is like probably from the '90s, if I had to guess.、Mm. It has that feel.、Um, I wish we'd used. Didn't we? Didn't we do an ad, a show about like like fantasy、uh, types of commercials, like fantasy settings and stuff? I think, I think、so. we did. This would fit in beautifully with with that、um, theme. You have a beautiful woman in a white gown with like princess. Sleeves, like the long trailing sleeves. She's walking through、uh, a sun dappled wood when she, she comes upon a dragon that breathes fire all over her head. I know. Good news is, stay her, with me. Her insurance covers it. <laughs> her insurance covers it.、Um, and but she just withstands the fire, and it keeps blowing fire on her head. Um, and then the、uh, the announcer will explain why why that's a relevant detail. That's blowing fire, blowing、right、fire again on her. You can hear all of the like the heat that was your hair's enemy is now its best friend. And then she kisses the dragon. Her hair looks great. Her by hair the looks end great. And now we cut to the same woman, but in modern garb,、uh, blow drying her hair with a with a hot hair dryer. Because it's hard to find dragons these days. <laughs> exactly. But the idea is that. And this is a real thing that heat is damaging to your hair、uh, when you blow dry your hair, but that with thermosilk,、um, it somehow is like its protective elements are activated by heat. So actually, I think this is a pretty good pitch. Yeah. Are there other commercial like what does Rachel Bell advertise? Our buddy Rachel. Oh, that's cell therapy, right? Ovation、uh, cell therapy. That's something else. Yeah, that's it's something else. It's, that's not heat therapy. That's that's more like if your hair's thinning,、mm. um, it, it can like. Sort of strengthen it and help oh really it. I didn't know that that was what the yeah it's for of, people who are losing hair I've thought about、is. using it actually I had no idea I thought it was just for you know I thought it was any kind of strengthening shampoo I, I don't pay attention to that stuff at all <laughs> I probably should if you've seen my hairline、um, you're not、right. like me like you when you have a problem you you might not like something but you don't don't go out and like try to find a weird product that will like magically solve it for you and you're like a Gymnasium. Well, but I mean, like, <laughs> or a、I'm, pair of running shoes. <laughs> I'm always going out though and trying to find like magic gimmicks that are like gonna, you know, somehow solve a problem. And usually it's a total disaster and it doesn't work. And I am spending money that I probably didn't need to spend. Once in a blue moon, I'll hit the jackpot and something will really be like a, a miracle cure. It is true. I can't think of anything that I buy as like a. Thinking of a troubleshooting thing or a problem-solving thing, I guess I just complain about my problems, right? And I don't really do anything about them. Yeah, we're different in that way. That's why I'm still with you. Heyo, <laughs> that was mean.
I take that back. All right. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So this, you seem so, you don't seem really bothered by that at all. Uh, this next um, thing is actually not a commercial. Actually, the next two items I have here as we close out break a couple of rules. Um, this one is breaking the rule of we are a podcast about commercials. This is about a print campaign from 2017. Um, the headline from Business Insider, Burger King used photos of real restaurant fires in its latest campaign to show that it always flame grills its burgers. I feel like I know that Business Insider is kind of a kind of a clickbaity thing. It is. But it's kind I, of kind of a rag. But I've known people who write for it. Yeah. I don't think that they make shit up. I mean, I feel like I'm being punked here. I'm going to read this to you. Burger King's latest print ad campaign shows its restaurants on fire, a consequence, according to the ads, of the fast food chain always flame grilling its burgers. The photos in its three ads show firemen putting out fires at restaurants in Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Italy. It's not photoshopped. These restaurants actually caught fire. The campaign uh, was created by the Miami creative shop David and is based on research that found since 1954... More Burger King restaurants burned down <gasps> than any other fast food chain. The company's tagline is, or the campaign's tagline is, flame grilled since 1954. And V's, I have the photos here. These are God the, in heaven. That's they're so just, scary. They're just straight up external shots of these Burger King buildings on fire. And then it says in the corner, flame grilled. Since 1954. I'm going to uh, go out. I'm going to. Oh, my God. This one's even worse. The whole building's engulfed. I'm going to. Uh, ha- I'm going to cross my fingers and say that I assume that all of these fires that they are at least showing in their ads are fires where no one was. Killed. Oh, I'm sure. But there's some of them must have resulted. Some of the ones that they aren't picturing must have resulted in deaths. I mean, they're like as a consumer of Burger King, this does not fill me with confidence and wanting to go into the store. It's yeah. really terrifying. This feels, you know what this feels like to me? This feels like an idea conceived by someone who really loved Mad Men and thought, <laughs> oh, I'm the Don Draper of this agency and I'm going to come up with something that no one's ever thought of. Right. Because this is a real bad idea. Our restaurants are toasted. Our restaurants are quite extremely toasted. toasted. Uh, I didn't realize here that they actually describe the three scenes we're seeing. In this first one, this Burger King in East Petersburg, Pennsylvania, just reopened in November. Again, this was written in 2017, but it had just reopened when this ad campaign came out. This next one says five employees and two customers were inside this one in Albany, Oregon, when it caught fire on a weekend. Um, and they linked to the article uh, about it. Um, and then this one, according to Stripes, the military newspaper, a mistakenly closed breaker switch caused this January 2004 fire at a Burger King on the U.S. military base in Aviano, Italy. You're going to show me a fire that didn't come from your fucking grill? Right? And then my guess is, obviously... Get that, the fuck out. That's why I kind of... Whoever wrote this up for Business Insider looked up the actual articles linked to them as Julian Rath. So give her credit for that. And for... Julian or her? Um, Julian. I think that's a man's name. Oh, okay. Good job, Julian. Um, but anyway. That's some solid reporting. That's interesting, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's nuts. It is nuts. All right. Uh, the last one I have here, um, and then we're going to have to wrap it up. Sorry, another short show, but trust me, when I'm back from Australia, I'm going to have so many commercials. <laughs> I wonder, 
maybe we should have done it this week. And I think you had this idea. Should we? Should when I'm back from Australia, should we do a show that maybe looks at Australia themed commercials? I really want to or... hear what you saw over there, so keep yeah. an eye out. Um, all right. So this next one, like I said, does not actually have fire or flames in it, but I really loved it, and I'm worried that I talked it up too much, and you're not going to like it now. But so just pretend you like it as much as I do. Uh, it's for Flamin' Hot Cheetos, and we see a couple of sulky-looking tweens, a brother and a sister, and they're sitting on a couch, right? And their mom is scolding them because she wants to know who ate all of the Flamin' Hot Cheetos. The bag that she's holding is empty. Last chance. Which one of you ate all the Flamin' Hot Cheeto snacks? You heard your mother. Who ate all those surprisingly <laughs> hot Cheetos? Now we cut and we see that there's a dad in the room too, as you heard. And he's scolding his kids and his cheeks are bright. His whole face is just clearly... It's just so flushed. So flushed. With the heat of these because somebody ate these. I love this dad, by the way. That's what makes it. Thank you. This dad is he's killing me with his acting really already. funny. No, he's great. Who ate these surprisingly hot Cheetos? Who ate all those surprisingly hot Cheetos snacks? <laughs> Anyone wants to come clean, now's the time. We won't be mad. We just want to know the truth. We're really doing this, Glenn? <laughs> I bet we were robbed. <laughs> so the mom does not, mo- the mom is not being fooled here. No. She knows what's up. Are we really doing this, Glenn? Yeah. I love that line. I am loving Glenn. <laughs> be- you know what? I'll bet we were robbed. I bet we were robbed. That's the only thing I got. <laughs> <laughs> more Glenn, more Glenn. Okay, there's a tiny bit more Glenn at the very end here. He apparently has uh, stashed away one last uh, chip. I guess these are chips, snack crunchies. They call them snacks. So even in front of the whole family, he tries to sneak one more. Glenn, come on. <laughs> but is, the makeup that on actor's his name, by the way, great. is Chris Shell. Okay, yeah. If I click on his name here, what else do we see him in? Oh, he's in another um, Flamin' Hot Cheetos spot. Let's watch this. This one is also called, uh, or this one is called Interrogation. So my guess is (laughs) it's another follow-up. This time they're in the kitchen. Um, Again, the sulky brother and sister there. Uh, The mom is sitting down. Glenn is standing, and it looks like he's got like a a work light rig there. I don't know if he's going to use that to interrogate his kids or... What? Which one of you has been eating all the Cheeto snacks? Okay. I've given you guys a chance to confess. This little baby can detect trace amounts of Cheetos dust. <laughs> he turns out the light, and then this black light contraption that he has clicks on, and we see that both the boy and the girl and the mom have that Cheeto. Cheetos dust all over their face and all over their fingers, and I'm not going to lie to you, it's giving me the heebie-jeebies. It's gross. What? Gloria. Kids. The cat. When did we get a cat? (laughs) (laughs) You see at the end, the cat also has the dust on its paws and face. What great writing. What great acting. Loving it. Chris Shell. Yes, one to watch. Be my best friend. And also, please make more commercials or whatever you want. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. 
We've got to leave it there because I have to blow my nose really bad and I'm out of tissue. Yeah, and you got to go to Australia. And I got to go to Australia. As a matter of fact, as you hear this, I will be, I guess, on the ground in Australia. That's right. Making my way uh, through the outback. So, um... Hopefully, this isn't my final show. Let's hope. I will avoid spiders, and I will do what people have been telling me to do. If I'm staying in one of these roadside, uh, low-budget hotels, I will bang my shoes together upside down before I put them on in the morning. Get those spiders out. That's my survival plan. All right. Thanks, everybody. That was a lot of fun. We will be back next week. Talk to you then. We the shit, then you the shit. Yeah, pooping on the track, call me Doodle Vic. Cool, cool, cool AD. Nothing new to the kid. What can you do to the kid? Totally stupid and sick. No scruples. Cool man, ice cream, scooping it. You can't sell.